Warning, the Grow Your Salon Fast Show contains content that may offend. The hosts don't care. If you want to grow your salon fast, keep listening and find out more at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com. But for now, here's your hosts, Vagar Svanberg and Kat Smith. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with me, Kat Smith. We're back again. I know you've missed us. We had a little bit of a glitch with the recordings, uh, so we had a week off. Um, actually, I had a bit of a holiday at the same time, but actually I'm blaming Vigard because he fucked up and just didn't turn up to the call. Um, Thanks for throwing me under the bus like that. <laughs> You're welcome. Anytime. Are you there now? <laughs> Are you there? Are you there, caller? <laughs> well, I'm barely alive. Speaking of barely alive, <laughs> r- rumours say that you've been doing something awfully dangerous. <laughs> the rumours are true. Actually, it's something I want to talk about today. Um, I... Um, we've just had a holiday here in uh, the Glitter Pit, uh, a nine-day weekend, as my daughter called it, because she had nine days off school, which was unscheduled. I don't know what it's like and where you live, Vigad, or where the listeners live, but with the public holidays, they don't actually tell you here that it's going to be a public holiday until about 24 hours, 48 hours out. So you don't know when the public holidays are. Are you serious? You know, uh, yeah, you know around the time it might be. Um, because it's it's okay so I'm not going to cast aspersions on anybody but uh, they do it by the sighting of the moon um you know that old-fashioned uh, uh, a way of telling when things are happening seasons and changes and what have you so you actually have to sight the moon so if there's any cloud cover it, there's no moon so it doesn't happen uh not that is that know, really so studi- it is really so and, and, and not just one person it has to be a committee of people <laughs> a committee of people have to see the moon and have to agree that they've seen it are you uh, kidding me no no I'm not <laughs> 40 years wow. ahead as far as technology is concerned and 4,000 years behind as far mm-hmm. as meteorology is concerned to be fair <laughs> or even uh, yeah telling yeah uh, anyway so people get actually really pissed off by that um, I find it quite amusing because I don't really care. It doesn't affect me at all when the holidays are. Mm. I, know, and I can understand if you are working in a job and uh, you wanted to plan your holidays and you wanted to know when to book your flights to get out. But, um, yeah, it's quite amusing. People get very upset, particularly the Brits. They get really upset because they like to be ordered and they like to know oh, in yeah. advance and they like to know two years in advance when the public holidays are. <laughs> so they get very, very testy around this time of the year. Um, so we had a holiday. And as part of the holiday, we decided to go and explore some more of the country where we live in. And we went up north to um, a northern emirate. Uh, and we stayed on the beach in a lovely hotel. And we used some of our air miles that we had been storing up to stay at this beautiful hotel with nine restaurants and six swimming pools. And... Uh, my husband decided to book on the very last day of the holiday a an adventure. What should we call it? An adventure. And it is the, um, it's known as a Toro Verde uh, zipline. Basically, it's a zipline that stretches across a canyon of a mountain, the highest mountain in a northern, northern emirate. called Jebel Jace. And it, um, it is the longest zipline in the world, basically. Uh, so, so how long are we talking? See, I don't know. I haven't. I didn't actually research it because I thought the more I knew about it, the more scared I'd be. So he said to me, <laughs> "Do you want to do it?" And I said, 
I never do these sorts of things because it absolutely terrifies the shit out of me. Uh, I hate the merry-go-round. I hate anything to do with my stomach going up and down or not being able to see or being swung around in circles. I've done a skydive. I've done all sorts of things, but this kind of thing just freaks me out. So I said at the time, yeah, I think, yeah, oh, sure, I'll do it. And I had a bit of bravado thinking, yeah, that's ages away because he booked it you know, a month mm-hmm. before. That'll be fine. It'll be fine. What could possibly go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? Yeah, what could possibly uh, be wrong? Hang, hanging from a single wire for for miles and miles. What could possibly go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? In a blanket, basically. Um, but my daughter loves that sort of thing, so she wanted to do it. And yeah. my husband's friend was coming from New Zealand, so he was going to do it. So there's two lines on the supply, so you travel together. There's two people at a time. So I yeah. said, so, well, if my husband and his friend go, then um, my daughter will be on her own. So I can't do that to her. So I'll, I'll go with her, which was, which was a good, like, good decision. <laughs> good decision. <laughs> uh, so when we got to this place, so it's, it's a big mountain. You travel quite a way to get up to the top. It's about half an hour to drive right to the top, and it's all the hairpin bend um, roads. But that's a, what do you call the, it, the Toro Verde? The Toro Verde is the name of the company that runs the zip line. Uh-huh, okay. Jebel yeah. Yeah. Jais is the name of the mountain. Uh, and Jebel Jais, yeah. So we so we crawled up there and we had to report in an hour before and we got there a little bit early and we so we sat around waiting and that obviously makes things worse, doesn't it, when you sit around <laughs> waiting for something to happen because you've got time to think yeah. about it. And I spoke to every single staff member there was practically and asked them what it was like and had they all done it and what what would it be like. Um, and the one that gave me the most confidence, so all of them had done it obviously and done it many times and there was one woman saying, oh yeah, it was great, it was great, you feel like you're flying, it's awesome, it's lovely, it's lovely. She keeps saying, it's really lovely, it's really lovely. <laughs> yeah, that's not a word I think I'd describe as a plume. But one woman said, she said, it's scary. And, and that was cool because it confirmed what I thought was about to happen. It was scary. She said, it's scary when you look out. When you go stand and look out and you see how the big drop and you see how far it is, you'll be scared. Yeah. Allow yourself to be scared for that moment. Because once you're in the harness, it's absolutely amazing. And you will not mm-hmm. be scared at all. But you're allowed to be scared for that first initial time. And that is like, wow, that is such good advice because it meant that no one was saying, no, it's not going to be scary. You're not going to feel like this. You're not going to, because that's lying basically, isn't it? That's just trying to tell you that it's trying to give you a false sense of security. And I thought, cool. And after that, I felt much better about it. So we went up to the platform before I got clipped onto the wire and I looked out and I thought, oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And they give you the option. They say, we're not going to push you off. If you don't want to go, we'll, we'll strap you all in. And even if you don't want to go, then we'll take you down. Um, but by the time you're strapped in, you just, there's no way you want to get out again. <laughs> and off we went. So we cool. went. Uh, the, the, the thing I do know is you travel between 120 and 160 kilometers an hour, face first, down a mountain. Uh, what could possibly go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? Uh, nothing except that I wasn't heavy enough to get all the way to the end and the wind no. was pushing <laughs> us in sideways. Did they have to rescue so, um, Did they have to rescue you? They had to way? rescue me. <laughs> <laughs> so I stopped probably about, I don't know, 
50, 100, 100, no, maybe 200 meters short of the platform, which is a <laughs> suspended platform that you get to. So they had to come out and rescue me. So a guy came out on a, another harness and... They didn't just send the fat bloke off the other end no, to, to ram you no, and just get you. <laughs> you imagine. That would have been hilarious. Yeah, would push me. <laughs> no, no, they didn't do that. But that so so I, looked up, I looked it up. It's 2,831.88 metres. That's about 9,300 feet for our imperial friends and it takes just just over a minute a minute and a half depending a on minute. how heavy you are mm-hmm. it's a mm-hmm. minute of flight mm-hmm. yeah, which doesn't so feel take... like it obviously but yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's really cool but you <laughs> the funny thing is you wear a helmet and, a, and goggles and what have you but you feel your cheeks going blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> i had a parachute shouldn't you need that as well well i thought because they give you backpacks and i thought there was a parachute in the backpack stupidly Mm -hmm. and i asked and they said but it was just a ton of bricks just to to get the speed up no no (laughs) no, it was to put your your wallet and your phone in it (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i survived i survived and i i'm really pleased i did it and the, the cool thing was i said to my husband on the way up i said would you be disappointed in me if i didn't do it and then you're getting yes. closer and closer to the destination, he said. You're listening to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with Kat and Vagard. Remember to sign up for the podcast updates and special bonuses at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com. And he said, no, I won't. He said, but I'll be very proud of you if you do. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's mm-hmm. All right, I, I have to do it now. But how do you get back? Do you have to go upwards again so then from the from the suspended platform you get you get onto another line and you you're sitting on that one um, and you get to the edge of the the, the road basically it takes you to the road uh, and oh. a van takes you back up to the top yeah okay so you're not pulled back to the uh, back to the stop no unfortunately not pulled mm-hmm. back to the start. there's no one on the bottom pulling a rope dragging you like should be should be that if they send a fat bloke <laughs> down the line <laughs> yeah. he could pull you up again uh it was very entertaining and as we stepped off my daughter said oh now i found the job that i want to do for the rest of my life oh god <laughs> so, well yeah, imagine she wants to work on a zip line have you seen those uh, those uh, zip kind of cars oh like a cable car cable car that's what it's called yeah yes i've seen those yeah <laughs> We have a few here, and one of them fell down. Okay. Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. Yeah, people got killed. But can that you imagine? So but that—that's the fear. But that's the fear you're facing, isn't it? When you're you're standing on the start line and you're you're thinking that will this actually hold? And you can yeah. you can kind of foresee all the consequences if if something yeah. happened to the line, you'd yeah. be basically over. And and to to be fair, last year there was so apparently allegedly, but. I, Pretty sure it's correct. A helicopter flew into the line. Ooh, um, that's a rescue bad, helicopter, yeah. and yeah, yeah. I don't think there were many survivors in the helicopter, um, and I don't know if anyone was on the line at the time. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. that's quite scary, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, I've very seen scary. Uh, you've probably seen those YouTube videos of people jumping off um... the bungee jumping. Yeah, yeah, bungee yeah. jumping. Uh, I saw one video where they forgot to attach the guy. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, no. So I was just, did you, did you oh, double check that everything was attached before you left the platform? Oh, my God. It'd just be horrendous. Yeah, that'd 
it's human error. <laughs> but did you did you check that you did you check that you were actually connected before you left the start platform? Well, I, yeah, from the video. So my daughter had a GoPro on her helmet, and she was watching me being kitted up. Mm-hmm. And there was two. There's two pulleys on the thing. So I guess if one fails, you've got the other one. Oh, um, right. But yeah, they they were amazing in their checks. They, they mm-hmm. everything they did was a system. They had a system for everything. So where they put the bay, you know the lines, where they put the carabiners yeah. next, where they stored them, what they did when you come to the end, that sort of thing. It was everyone followed a process so everyone did the same thing mm-hmm. the same way exactly you know and they checked double checked so so yeah in terms of safety i guess that has to be the major thing and, and for this particular high risk environment the processes are so important like any business yeah. process is so important if you don't follow the process something will go wrong and that's where you get the human error one of the one of the lessons i one of the things i took away from it was there has to be a process in this there has mm-hmm. to be. Everyone has to follow the same thing. And if, if it's done right, it's done perfect. Everyone has a good time. There are many lessons here, isn't it? There's one lesson about facing your fears. There's another lesson about planning. There's a third lesson about following a system. There are many things to learn from from that. But also the, the one thing I wanted to talk about particularly was, um, it's, it's, it's kind of a tangential thing to this, but in the UAE, everything... It has to be the biggest, the longest, the widest, the tallest, the strongest, the smallest, the tiniest. There has to be a record for everything. We passed uh-huh. under a bridge that had the, the widest buried steel bridge span in the world or something. It was like completely <laughs> random and I completely didn't care about it and it completely made no sense to me. But they said that's what it was, so therefore it is. It's the world record in this particular bridge. The supplier is the world record. That they've got the tallest tower in the world here. They've got everything, and it reminded me that when salon owners ask, inspire owners ask about their point of difference and how, if they've only ever been in um, business for a short time, maybe three years, yeah, maybe less, is how how you get your point of difference and how and how are you the expert in your area, and all you have to do is just assume it. And just mm. say we are the best at this. It doesn't matter if somebody else is doing it down the road who's better mm-hmm. than you. They, if you unless you, they have claimed it, then mm. they're not in anybody's eyes. So you've got to claim that that mm. record or that you've been the best, the biggest, the strongest, the latest, whatever it is. And you just have to say it. Let me guess. It was built by men. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> 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 Always. <laughs> But you know, if you if you're struggling with struggling with your expertise, because expertise and your and it's assuming the um, your positioning, isn't it? Your positioning of why are you different from everybody else? You just got to mm. come up with that thing that you do the best and say you are the best at it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're the best yeah. at hair extensions, say you're the best at hair extensions. And if mm-hmm. you, the more specific you are, even better. So if you're the best at hair extensions, um, 30 centimeters for pure human hair from Russia that are only blonde yeah. with with a slight curl in it, then say that. That's what you're best yeah. at. Yeah. Um, and then you'll attract those people that want exactly that thing. And you can so charge tell me, a really high price for it. Now, now you've done this thing, uh, would you have to... If you went there for a second time, would you feel the same as the first time, or would you have to go somewhere else and get to get an even 
to get the same kick. I think you'd have to go somewhere else to get the same kick, but I think now that I know what to expect, I think I would enjoy different things about it mm-hmm. because it wouldn't be it wouldn't be just all new and all exciting. What's going to happen mm-hmm. next? What's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? I'd, I'd understand it better. That's the observation I wanted you to to, to kind of. <laughs> I'm so good, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> so easy. No, but that's what what I wanted you to say. The thing is that when we when we have things, we we, we you know we we know we either should do or know we have to do. We we can be scared about them, uh, yeah. but once we've done them, they're not that scary anymore, are they? No, correct. You may have found that there's things that are painful about it, but mm-hmm. it's no longer fearful. You'll know what to do the next time and know how to make things yeah, exactly. better or change them. Yeah. yeah exactly. I, had, I had a client agonizing over sending out some letters to uh, basically informing doctors and the like that, that she's there and you know that she could handle patients if they got someone who needs her help. And she was agonising over sending those letters, but I mean, once they were sent, you know, then then they're gone she into could, the ether. Yeah, then <laughs> she she do the same thing next month without you know no no worries yeah, at all. She just sent them. Yeah. yeah. But before you do that, you struggle with every word in the letter. You want to make it perfect. Uh-huh. You're trying to uh-huh. kind of rationalise the fear. You're trying to say yeah. to yourself that oh, maybe I shouldn't send it. Maybe there's no point. And yeah. And then you do it, yeah. and then it's just afterwards. It's just you know, why didn't I do this before? Why why didn't it before? Yeah. yeah, we've always all have those moments. In fact, I was at the gym this morning, and we did a particularly hard workout. It was a real grind. It was forty minutes of just three movements practically just had to continue and continue and it was a mental challenge and at the end we're saying how hard it was and someone said yeah but it's always you always feel great when you finished it and it's like yeah at the time you don't think it's so good but always feel great after you finish because you feel you've achieved something and you've done it and you feel good and even though your muscles are tired you have the endorphins kicking off and and you you've achieved something so yeah 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 it's scary at the time if it doesn't scare you, who says that? If it doesn't scare you, it's not it's not heavy enough. Uh, I don't know. Probably some wise person. Someone. <laughs> someone Can't wise. remember. Anyway, uh, we're approaching the twenty minute mark. Have you? Do you have some? Uh, do you have any final words? Uh, not really. <laughs> no, <laughs> final words. Yes. <laughs> what we should do. Don't be scared to contact us. We we might Aww. seem a bit scary, but in reality we're not. Uh, well, we can be, but once you talk to us, you'll uh, learn that we're actually quite nice. So if you'd like to talk to us, you can go to thegoyourselfandfastshow.com forward slash start and book a call with either of us. Yep, we'd love to speak to you, actually. It'd be quite cool to, to, hear, your, um, to hear what's happening within your business and, and what you'd like to achieve from it, because... Um, because we're nosy like that. <laughs> are we? No, not we. Yeah, we are a bit. Yeah, okay, we are. We are. No. See you next time. We're good. See you then. Bye. You've been listening to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with Kat and Vagard. Share and sign up for your podcast updates and special bonuses at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com.